Welcome to Redefine Reality, where we trade raw stories that activate your soul to courageously lead you to a healthier, happier, more authentic, and magnetic you. I'm your host, Rita Pira, a Middle Eastern Christian woman that broke free and created a new reality. By defying the societal and cultural expectations that we were programmed to obey, you'll see and feel the magic of the universe as you allow your soul to play and lead the way. Despite the fear of judgment, failure, and even being seen, you'll take courageous action and manifest your wildest dreams. My intention is to inspire you to be free and do whatever you're lit up by and guided to, to get you to stop doubting and start believing in yourself and find your way to abundance and optimal health, to elevate your environment and reach and embody enlightenment, to release the guilt and shame and rewire your subconscious brain, to light a fire under your ass and get you out of your own way at last, moving you straight into action and mastering the law of attraction. My ultimate goal is for each episode to activate your soul, to trust your intuition and know that you are whole, so you can live your purpose and make an impact and shed all the layers of what's holding you back and dimming your light because it's time that you rewrite your life story. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Redefine Reality. So last week, we talked about all things energy. We talked about the pattern of what's in the gap, and I gave you some examples. We talked about how to get clarity. We talked about the real reason why you're not seeing your manifestation, how to get into alignment with your desires, what makes up your vibration, even fluoride in the water and your pineal gland. If you missed that part, you want to go back. It's around like 12 minutes-ish. We talked about food as fuel to raise your vibration. We talked about your body being a chemistry lab. And uh, yeah, it's funny. I always tell people like my body's not a graveyard. And if you think about it, we can go there if you want to. But a friend of mine was talking about going down on a girl. And I was like, yeah, my body ain't a graveyard. And he goes, you don't think I thought about that already? (laughs) Like what um, like a 13 year vegan must taste like. And I'm like, you nasty. (laughs) But it's true though. I mean, really think about it, right? Like there's nothing dying and rotting inside me. So, okay. We're not going there. We're going to rewind. Maybe I'll cut that. Nah, I won't. I'll just leave it because I'm just raw and real like that. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so where else? What were we talking about last week? We're talking about what goes on your body is just as important as what goes in and elevating your environment being like absolutely crucial to your frequency, your vibration and everything. Everything is energy, son. And that's what I'm teaching in my master class. It's on Thursday, the 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. I sent you an email. If you're not on my email list, hit me up and I will get you on there or just go to the link in my bio on my Instagram at rawveganrita and click the thing that says masterclass um, or you're able to subscribe from right there. So yeah, get in, get in while you can, okay? Yeah, and we talked about joy and purpose and your language patterns and what's in the gaps. So today we're going to add to that. We're going to talk about the two gaps that I think are the most impactful in you elevating your vibration, your frequency, bridging the gaps 
and allowing you to feel better, to glow, to attract what you desire. And I say this because I know for a fact from what I've done in my life and my experience and also what I've done for my clients, especially my most recent client, I realized that this is one of the biggest gaps and this was one of the biggest things that was blocking her and it's basically the assumption gap, okay? So we're going to bridge the assumption gap today and the fear gap. These two things are what we're going to be working on today and I'm going to dive deeper into these two topics in the masterclass. So hopefully you get in there. I still didn't raise the price. I just feel like $33 actually feels really good and I don't want to raise it to 44 So you're welcome. Okay, let's talk assumptions, baby. Bridging the assumption gap. What does it mean to assume? So when you are assuming, my aunt would say, you're making an ass out of you and me. But on some real shit, when you are assuming, you are making shit up. You do not have the actual information. You are filling the gap with nonsense, with doubt, with bullshit, with just a complete lie. You're making it up. It's not true. Like it's not true. You are assuming. Okay. So if you did the opposite of assuming, what would that be? It would be you collecting evidence. It would be you asking questions for clarity. It would be you communicating what you are assuming so that the other person or whatever the situation is can just be like, no, dude, that's not it at all. And then dismantle, debunk, completely wipe that out. And you do not think that anymore, period. So simple. Let me give you an example. So my client was sharing with me uh, this thing that she was assuming about someone in her family uh, that they thought something about her. Now, I'm not going to get into too much detail out of privacy and respect and whatnot, um, but think about this, right? Somebody thinks something about you, but you don't know that they think it for sure. So you're assuming that they think it. You've assessed how they behave or the energy you feel or something, but you've made it up in your head that this is what they think about you, right? But you don't know for sure. This is assuming. This is the gap, okay? So if you're on one side of it and they're on the other side of it, right? They have the truth. So why not bridge that gap and ask for the truth? We're so afraid of this. Why? Because you're afraid of being rejected. But if you think about it, what is there really truly to worry about? What's the worst that could happen? You're already assuming the worst. Do you see that? Like you're already assuming the worst. So if you go and ask them for clarity, ask them to communicate what they're actually thinking and feeling, therefore you're not assuming anymore and you get the truth and you have the full on actual evidence, you bridge that gap. It's as simple as that then you're not sitting on one side assuming and they're on the other side like they're not a mind reader. People do not read minds. And a lot of times you don't even realize that you are actually assuming. So I'll give you an example. When my client was here that came to visit me in Bali and transformed her whole freaking life and realized that she was assuming all over the place and creating all this self-doubt and making up all these stories, I asked her simply like, how do you know that that's true? And she goes, 
I don't. And I'm like, okay, so you are just making it up? And she goes, I guess I am. Like, you don't even realize it. You have to look at something and go, wait, is this actually true? Is this 100% true 100% of the time? Or am I making this up? Am I piecing things together and making it mean something all on my own? That's not actually true. And this is the worst kind of self-sabotage because you are going to behave from this belief, from this point of attraction. Whatever you're thinking in this moment that you've made up completely based off of nothing, (laughs) you are going to be reacting from this place and you'll be creating feelings. And these feelings are either a sensation in your body or an emotion or both. And so if you're feeling something that doesn't feel good, chances are you made up something about something. You made something mean something and it's bothering you, it's irking you, and you're worried about what someone will think about you or if you did something right or did something wrong, you're in your head about something. And so you're spinning and you're looping and you're just not feeling good. So you want to get out of that by asking for clarity. Ask a question. Talk to them. Communicate. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What are your fears? What are your desires? Communicate with this person. Get the actual information and then you will find yourself feeling more calm and at peace because you've debunked that belief or that story. You've dismantled the doubt. You've bridged the assumption gap from what you thought was true to what was actually true. So to avoid that completely, just go straight to the source and have a conversation. Communication is the magical key to everything that you desire. It really is. So have those uncomfortable conversations, expressing your desire, communicating your need, your boundaries, your fears, all of these components that we just expect the other person to know. And it just doesn't work that way. You are let down. You are setting expectations and the other person doesn't know what you're expecting. So how do you expect them to meet your expectations if you're not communicating them? You're assuming that they know. You're assuming they'll figure it out, that they should know. But like, what if you have completely different love languages, right? So for example, I am very much words of affirmation, right? And not just telling me I'm pretty or something like that. No, that doesn't do it for me. Speak to my soul. Tell me you see me, you appreciate me, you feel the essence of who I am and communicate that in words. Like I love to hear it, right? It just like, mm, stirs things up inside me, okay? So it's not so much like, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, thank you. I love you. I appreciate that so much, but it doesn't speak to my soul. If I'm dating somebody that's like pulling teeth to get them to talk, completely wrong person for me, period, point blank. There's no sense in trying to get someone to love you the way that you receive love. If it's not natural for them, then it's not their default way of loving you. So you will constantly be at like a deficit trying to get them to be the way that you want them to be so that you feel loved, seen, appreciated, all of that. And vice versa, their love language, you may not be meeting either. And so it's like, are you going to constantly go out of your way to try to be something or be a certain way for this other person? Sure, you can do that. But if it's not your natural state, then it's not as easy and flowing. You're creating another gap. You need to bridge the energy gaps, fill the space with things that serve you, right? Not assumptions, not expectations, 
these things are creating a bigger gap and the energy is not flowing. And it just reminded me of how one of my clients was saying like, yeah, she would love for people to help around the house more. And she's a very, she's very much acts of service. And I was too. And I still am, but not as much. I think because I started to allow myself to receive. And as I started to allow myself to receive, I started to do less. And I started to realize that I don't need to do shit to be loved. I'm worthy of love without having to bend over backwards and sacrifice myself and do anything and everything for other people at my own expense. Hello, former people pleaser, right? And I'm actually going to talk about this in the masterclass too. So I'm pretty excited about that. That is the thing with assumptions, okay? That's it. That's really it. Stop making shit up. Stop assuming the worst. Stop worrying about what people will think because you're making up what they're thinking and it's not even true. It could be furthest from the truth and you've made up the worst case scenario. I remember when I was like way, 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 way before I had done any of this work, I would walk into a room and I would assume that all the women in the room were talking shit about me. Like I just assumed this. Why? Because my programming from my childhood and my mom and all that, being a Syrian, it was all like your reputation is everything. Worry about what people think. Manage your reputation, period. Like that is number one priority. So I was scanning my environment constantly for, are they talking about me? Are they talking about me? Oh my gosh, they're talking about me. And that shit doesn't feel good. I don't want people to talk about me, especially if they're saying bad things. It's just gonna be. So this is also something that I'm going to be talking about in the masterclass, perfectionism. Ooh, you're worried about what people will think so you don't take action. You play small so you're not seen. You don't want anyone to come at you with any comments. You don't feel safe. You were shushed. You were told to be quiet and you didn't have acknowledgement. You weren't heard or seen. You were told to be humble and to be a good girl and to be modest and blah, blah, blah. And so it's very hard for you to show up. And when you are wanting to show up, you are needing to be perfect because if you're perfect, you won't be talked about. You're not showing up, you're stalling. You're trying to make something perfect. It's not good enough yet, so you don't show up. It's a cop-out. And also, there's no such thing as perfect. Getting yourself to realize that there's always going to be more you can do, but you can feel complete and good about something that you've created or something that you're doing without it needing to be perfect because there is no such thing as perfect. But also you showing up in the world, worrying about what other people will think and wanting to stay out of sight, out of mind. This was me. And I realized this one day when I was like hiding under a rock, not on social media. And all of a sudden I heard a rumor about myself. Somebody was talking about me and I'm like, what? How? Why? I've been literally out of sight, out of mind for years years. Why am I coming up in someone's mouth? Like that just irked me so bad. And I was like, man, fuck it. Like if I'm being talked about, I might as well live my life fucking fully because no matter how perfect and quiet and good I try to be, I'm still being talked about. Well, fuck that shit then. And that's what started me on this journey of being me relentlessly, authentically not giving any more fucks. Like I'm out of fucks to give. 
And I would love for you to give out all of your fucks and just be done. No more fucks to give. Sorry, last one was given out. Okay, bye. Okay, that's the thing. You get to be here. You get to be here fully. You get to express yourself authentically. And this is what makes you magnetic. This is what makes you confident. This is what makes you glow. You can't stop people from talking. Like, it's inevitable. They will do it no matter how perfect you try to be. And as you're trying to be perfect, you're only delaying the magic that's waiting for you. You might be delaying it to never happening. And that would be such a shame because think about the things that you've wanted to accomplish up until this point. How much of it have you not actually put out into the world yet because it's not ready, because you're not ready, because it's not perfect yet, because you need one more credential, because you need more training, because who are you to do it? Because all this imposter syndrome crap that goes hand in hand with perfectionism and procrastination, they're all buddies and we get to throw them away. And that's what I'm going to teach you in the masterclass too. So if that resonates, you definitely need to get your butt in the masterclass. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you, if you feel called, to start your self-healing and manifestation journey. I'd like to invite you to join Redefine Reality, my membership. It's where the real magic is because you get to be in my energy for two hours, sometimes more because it's such a vibe. We just can't get off the call. There are members that have been in it for almost two years since it started and their lives are drastically different. You also get access to monthly masterclasses and there is one happening this Thursday. January 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So don't miss it. Join us and we can't wait to meet you. Um, Did I mention it's only $44? I know I've lost my mind. Now back to the episode. All right, let's talk about the fear gap, bridging the fear gap. So when you think about fear, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is fear of judgment, fear of being seen, fear of being vulnerable, fear of being hurt. Like you could think of so many different types of fears. And a lot of times they come from our childhood. So fear of abandonment, for example, if you grew up with a parent that wasn't there for you or left you when you were young, you are worried that your partner is going to abandon you or hurt you or leave you in some way. It's because you're anxiously attached when you're feeling this like struggle to feel safe within a relationship. You're basically fixated on what your partner's thinking, what they're doing, how they might hurt you. And so you're scanning the environment, worried and basically assuming that this is going to be the case. You create this as your reality because you're vibrating at this frequency of fear of abandonment and you behave from this point of attraction. You're literally looking for it to happen and so it will you will find it. It will manifest. And while you're fearing abandonment on like a deep, deep, deep unconscious level, you're actually fearing emotional intimacy. And this is being seen. So again, another fear comes into play, fear of being seen, fear of being heard. And you're just witnessing yourself in this space where all these patterns come up and self-sabotage comes in, fearing intimacy, closeness, letting somebody get close to you, to your heart, because you're afraid of getting hurt or being abandoned and you just know it's going to come, you know it's inevitable, and then you start behaving in ways from that point of attraction, from that frequency that blocks the intimacy, and then you manifest the actual thing that you're worried about and afraid of. I know this from experience. I promise you that this was me. 
but I don't want to get too deep into relationship stuff, but I just wanted to have you feel into the fact that fear can be anything. It can show up in so many ways. It could be from you feeling activated from something that happened in your childhood or from a current relationship that you're in, or you're just behaving in ways that basically are fight, flight, or freeze, if you've heard of that, you're feeling numb, you're shutting down, you're disconnecting from yourself, maybe you're getting stuck procrastinating. It's not because you're lazy, it's not because you're unmotivated, you're literally frozen in fear. So the thing is that when we're frozen in fear, our nervous system is like, um, excuse me, I don't know what to do here. And you might even be like afraid of being criticized or judged or whatnot. So you have the survival mechanism. It's just basically your brain trying to think your way out of danger. Like it's actually afraid because it's playing some scenario from the past or whatever, and you'll be activated and your body remembers. There is a book called The Body Keeps the Score. I highly recommend that. And I wanted to also touch base on like fears, like your limiting beliefs, right? You might think, oh, I don't have what it takes or the future uncertainty, that's scary. I'm just safer, more comfortable where I'm at right now. Everything's good. It's fine. You might think I'm not ready or I'm too late. I'm too old. I'm a failure. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. Things will never work out for me. Like all these negative thoughts and such, right? And these all come from your spleen center. If you know anything about human design, this area offers insight into what your most consistent fears are. So your anxieties, your limiting beliefs, these are all there. So your defined ones, the colored gates, will show you which beliefs may pop up more frequently or more strongly. And the most effective way for you to overcome a fear or a limiting belief is to question it. Think of it as like an interrogation, you know, instead of buying into it and letting it win over you and then you just kind of let life pass you by or, you know, ignore it completely, which ironically leads to it consuming you completely. You want to ask it questions like, what is this here to teach me? Is this really true? If it is 100% true and if it were true, what's the worst that could happen, right? If you ignore the belief, what's the best thing that could happen? Do you have anything to lose or gain by ignoring it? And just going through this process of questioning, like ask questions that feel right to you in the moment for whatever the situation is, but you'll make the fear lose its credibility. Like you have no evidence to make this fear stand on its legs, like knock it down, dismantle it, like dismantle the doubt. And it'll lose its power over you and it'll help you gain confidence in yourself and connect to your intuition, trust yourself, take action, and just build evidence in this bank that will tear down any fears that come up. And this will allow you to think more positively and expect good things to happen. Because whenever you're feeling fear, it's truly just a compass. It's guiding you to exactly where you're meant to be going. So have faith and trust that the universe has your back. I have a special treat for you. I'm going to recite something that I wrote. I created this little number with this music as well. I hope you enjoy. Crystallize with crystal eyes. Dream a little dream. Dream it real. Cry it out 
right now. Ask for it. It's so freeing, liberating, revealing your true authenticity. Let it out. Release the stuck emotions, the emotions, the energy. Let it flow. Crystallize with crystal eyes. Dream a little dream. Dream it real. Cry it out right now. Ask for it. It's so freeing, liberating, revealing your true authenticity. Claim it. Declare it. It's yours. Why am I here? What should I do with my life? Please God help me so I can understand why I'm here and how I'm meant to serve. Dream a little dream. Dream it real. You're here for a reason. Your soul knows why. Your soul knows why. I either weirded you the fuck out with that shit or you felt something. And I really need to know. I need the feedback. Words of affirmation. Remember, you got to let me know. Rita, oh my God, that was epic. Rita, oh my God, I felt your heart. I felt your soul. I cried too. Ah. Or Rita, you're a fucking weirdo. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't want any more of that ever again on future episodes. Like, you got to let me know. Otherwise... I'm just going to do what I do and you just got to take it. So this is for you. I'm here for you, literally. So I'm going to end that there. This is probably the shortest episode ever. I had so many other things and I'm just like cutting it out. Maybe I'll add it as a bonus later. But yeah, we're just going to call it <laughs> time of death 2621. <laughs> Please, if you enjoyed this, hit me up, DM me, let me know. Rita, I heard your podcast. Rita, I loved it. Rita, I hated it. Rita, what the fuck is going on? Are you okay? Do I need to send help? <laughs> if you can, please go leave a review and uh, yeah, DM me. Let's hang out. Come join the masterclass. Come join my membership. It's a whole fucking vibe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, love you. Bye.